make one more podcast episode. We'll talk about love. When you love someone, what do you look at? When you look at a woman or a man, what's the first thing that you see? You know, a lot of people in this world are very shallow when it comes to love. Now, I don't want to attack anybody. That's not what I'm. this episode is about. But think about it. Think about men and women, how they love one another, but they look at a person for what they have. In other words, if you were to strip away riches, the mansion, the fancy cars, and you just have the person, the person, because people do jobs in various fields. They're still people, whether they're famous or they're not. And that's why everyone just separate the famous people versus the non-famous. We're all famous. Because I'm sure at one time we were mentioned in the news or we were put on in front of a camera for something that we did do for someone else. So we're all famous. But when you start putting the famous people versus the non-famous people in a different category, it's like saying the rest of the world doesn't matter. We all matter. All of us. All of us have, what's the the word I want to use? We all have some type of fame, but we all have it in a different way. When my father worked at a nightclub, he was never fazed by people that were, quote, entertainers, you know, singers and comedians and, and, you know, the like. He just saw them as people. We're people, right? People are doing a job. It doesn't matter if you're behind the camera, in front of the camera, or if you're working as someone's assistant. It's a job. But everybody seems to think that when you fall in love with someone, the first thing you look at is what they can provide for you, not the person themselves. And if I think about it, there's a name for women that do that, and I'm sure there's a name for men that do that. For women, it's gold diggers. For men, well, they can be considered gold diggers too. If all you look at is a person who has everything. And you only love that person if they have that. They have everything. What's wrong with loving someone just because you love them? Look beyond the fact that they have that. See, for me, I don't look at people. I don't look at men that have all of that. I don't. What I'm looking for is, and I found it in this one man that I love very much, my significant other. He's a man that just brings me a lot of joy, happiness, makes me laugh, cares about me, thinks about me. We're always praying together. We pray for one another. But you got to say to yourself, I am so, so lucky to have someone like that in my life. Not many men would admit to you or to anybody, hey, this is the love of my life. This is what he represents. Again, I see him as a man that I truly love, a man that I want to make a future with, a man that we could have a great time together, creating magic and making magic and doing everything together as a team. I don't care about what he does for a living. I don't care about where he comes from. That doesn't matter. When you truly love someone, you start nitpicking. Let's pick apart these people that have this versus that. You're just a person. But see, in today's society, everybody has labels put on people. If, he, if they make this amount of money, they're millionaires and billionaires. Big deal. Let me ask you something. You ever go on social media 
Let's compare about the people who have it all. Do you actually think they're happy? What happens if they have all of this wealth, but they don't have anybody to share it with? Pretty boring, right? If you look at your life, your own life, and you say to yourself, well, I'm living the comfortable life. You know, I may not have the glamour and the glitz and all that. I'm living a comfortable, simple life. Because there's nothing wrong with being comfortable and simple. But there are people in this world that are very shallow. You start doing the whole name calling. If you were to strip away that person's whatever they had that attracted you to them in the first place, I would say you're shallow and you're selfish and you're conceited because all you care about is what they could provide for you. You don't care about that person themselves. And when you take advantage of someone like that, that's just shameful on your part. Now, I've seen women chase after men because of the fact that men have the luxury and the lifestyle that all these women want. It's very shameful because you just don't love someone because of it. If you look at the marriage vows, let's look at the marriage vows. For richer or poorer, what happens if one day the person you're in love with loses their, their all of the things that they had? Are you still going to love them? Are you still going to stay with them? If you tell me the only reason why you love someone is because of what they had, shame on you. Shame on you. Look at my father and mother as an example. My father was not rich. My mother loved him because he was a hardworking man who sacrificed for his family. That's an attractive quality. A lot of people don't see that. When you work just as hard to get your just rewards, that is something to be proud of, not something to be ashamed of. But nowadays, everybody wants to get rich quick or they want to be attracted to someone who has all of that. So in other words, you don't love the person, you love what they have. And that's again, very shameful. For me, less is more. Yeah, I have things in this house, but again, there's no value. There's nothing that, none of these things really mean anything to me. They don't. I couldn't care less of the things I had because it doesn't mean anything to me. I don't consider the things I have to be more important than people. People are important, not what you have and what you represent. The day you start doing that, again, strip away that person. Strip away that person and say to yourself, I can love them as they are. We can have a comfortable life together. You don't have to impress me. You don't have to do that. I'm already impressed. I look at him and I think he's a wonderful man. He knows the right words to say. He knows how he makes me feel. I'm happy when I hear his voice and when I text him and, and, and sometimes we video chat. Most of the times his text messages just make me feel so special. And I, for one, do so much for him. And he appreciates it. And he's a man who loves women of many shapes and sizes you know nowadays if you look into one part of the world you go international and overseas and just pick a country that you want to visit right let's do the comparison here now if you have a comfortable lifestyle meaning you have wealth because again wealth and rich are two different definitions when you're wealthy you're comfortable you live in a decent home you drive a decent car you have money in the bank you have a nest egg but when you're rich, you're a snob because now you have the fancy upgraded estate and the fancy luxurious car and all the diamonds and furs and jewels that money could buy. Come on, is that really important? Take into consideration people's feelings. You ever, you ever look at a dating game? 
when people go online and they overlook other people because of the way they look are you judging a person's appearance what makes you think that that person doesn't have any quote money ask yourself that question is money that important well it is to live on and to create a life with someone but you know what there's more important things than money the feelings of other people if the only thing that you tell me I was attracted to you and you said to me, well, I was only attracted to you because of what you did for a living or the kind of lifestyle you could provide, then you know what I say to you? You're shallow, you're conceited, you're snobbish, and you're a gold digger. My mother and father, again, their lifestyle was comfortable. But my father sacrificed so much for my mother. He did so much for her, and in return, she did so much for him. There was the rich right there. Their love was rich. Their love was priceless. My father gave from his heart. My father gave from his heart. My father was the type of man that just provided for his family the best that he knew how. He didn't have to think twice, you know, oh, I'm gonna go out, I'm gonna buy this for you. That's what my father did, he bought. He bought you things, you didn't even have to ask for them. That's why growing up, I had a father who I revered because I saw the hard work, the sacrifice. I looked at my father's hands versus someone else's hands. Do you ever look at someone's hands? They tell you years of hard work is the rewards that you get for all the years of hard work that you've done. That all the years of hard work that you sacrifice for for your family is a true definition of a man that has character, a man that has that attractive quality, versus a man that, oh, was brought up into wealth, I'm sorry, into riches, but all, all he cares about how is he going to impress the, the, the woman that he's trying to attract and bring into his life because that's the only thing that she will see she won't see his true character she'll see him behind a false character and that's something you should never do show me your true self show me your true feelings show me who you really are deep down inside i won't judge you i don't care about lifestyle you know everyone's like saying yeah sure you don't care no i don't I mean, I live in a neighborhood where it's divided in this neighborhood where I live. You've got people in fancy homes two doors down. And then you have the rest of us that live in these types of homes, right? Now, it's a home. It's comfortable it, 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 for now until something good comes along, right? And you think to yourself, but when you bring somebody into your home, you could do so much in that home to make it good. You could renovate it, update it. You could do all of these things. That's the greatest thing in the world. That's important when you're building a life with someone, when you have a family with someone. Does it really matter where you where you go in life, where you reside? If you're happy with the person that you love, that's all that matters, right? Why does it that people have to go out and try to impress upon other people? What's the point of that? You know what I look at? I look at someone who I truly, truly love. Someone that brings out the best in me. Someone who just makes me smile every single day. When I think about him, I'm on cloud nine. I'm happy. We're happy with each other. I said to him, I love you for you. Do you actually think that I'm looking at you because of your career and who you are? I look at you as a man that I truly love. That's all I see. 
And that's what you should do. You should treat people and see them for what they really are. People that are attracted to you because of the hard work, where they came from, and their background, nationality, don't matter. Again, love has no color. Love has no boundary. If you really love someone and say they live in one part of the world and you live in another part of the world, there are ways to get yourselves together. You make it happen, right? Just because, hey, I can't find happiness over here. Well, I found it in someone that I truly love. Well, that's what you got to do. You're going to find that person and you're going to bring them to you or they're gonna, or you're going to come to them. If you truly love someone, you will go to them. If you truly love someone, right? Men and women have been playing these mind games with each other. Women are horrible at it. I'm sorry to say it. Females look at a man and they just say, well, I can't love him because he doesn't have this or this or this. Then you know what? You're a gold digger. That's basically what you are. Because if you tell me, yeah, I love him, but not in the way you're supposed to love someone. Let me ask you something. Love has, has more of a, rich, a richness to it. No amount of money can buy love. And if you try to buy someone, that's like saying, well, I could buy you anytime I want. If I have an argument with you, I'm going to go out and buy something. I don't like that. Come with me with a sincere, heartfelt apology. Get down on your hands and knees and beg. Then all is forgiven. But if you come to me and you go out of your way, oh, well, maybe if I buy her this, then all is forgiven. No. You don't buy someone's love. You just don't do that. Now, if you buy something because you just wanted to, that's different because it's coming from your heart. But I'm, I've always said to him, when I go out and I buy things for you, I'm doing it because I love you, not because I'm trying to win you over. That's not what I'm doing. But you ask yourself, if you can do so much for me in my lifetime, I can do so much for you. We compliment one another because what we, what we mean to each other and what we see as to each other are just two people in love. That's it. That's as far as it goes. Now I want to talk about my private life because my private life is private. But people have asked me, how did you survive in this world? When you've gone through so many bad relationships, I did, I had gone through three bad relationships. The first one was the worst. Five years with someone who just didn't give a damn. Basically what it came down to, all he cared about was how he could hurt me, and he did. He hurt me when I was so vulnerable, I couldn't fight back. He got me at my weakest moment when I was sick. And even when I got better, it didn't change. He didn't want to change. You cannot change someone if they don't want to change they have to do it for themselves it's the same thing with with um my mother had said to me when you do find that special someone you hold on to them as i mentioned before in previous podcast episodes you know how you get connected with people god connects you to people people don't connect with people think about that people don't connect with people and you say what do you mean people connect with people no 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 in the truest sense, you ever, you ever, okay, let's, let's put this as an example. Did you ever meet somebody, a couple, they're happily married, they've been married for so many years, and you ask them, how did you two meet? Now, you'll hear about some story that you think, okay, could this be real? Maybe they just don't want to talk about how they met because it's private, but they will tell whoever wants to hear, this is how we met. Destiny brought us together. Fate brought us together. Now, you know who brought you together? The man upstairs. And again, you don't have to be religious. The man upstairs saw in the two of you that you were meant to be with each other. Because if you weren't meant to be with each other, then you would have been together and you would have been married, right? There are some people that are meant for others. And you think to yourself, 
where have you been all my life? I must have been trying to find you so many years, and I didn't. And guess what? Through him, our father, he is the one who connected the both of us. He is the one who connected the both of us. He's the one who brought us together. He's the one. So ask yourself this question. So what really matters to you? Everything matters to me. When I see someone that I truly love and my heart goes out to him, and I have, and, I, and I'm gonna say this again, when you truly love someone, you look beyond what they have or don't have. Like I said, strip away the stuff that they don't have. Just take it all away. You're still gonna love that person. And if you don't, because you're only basing off of, well, the only reason I was attracted to this person was because of what they had. But see, that's shallow. Do you ever go on a dating site? Look at dating profiles. Some of them are just so outrageous. Some of them I've looked at in the past, I'm like, my God, these people are writing books. They're talking about themselves as if, well, let me tell you something. Ask yourself this question if you can. If you say to me, if you say to me, what is important to you? Well, let me see. What is important to me? Having a good woman. Let me rephrase that. When a man says, I've asked this for men. What are you looking for in a woman? Someone who can make me laugh. Someone who I could have a good time with. Someone who could give me, you know, her love. Now, this is a man's talking about a woman. Now, if you ask the same question to a woman, a woman will give you a different answer. She'll say, well, I'm looking for someone who can give me a very fancy lifestyle and, and, and someone who could, you know, I can live the luxurious life. So in other words, you're not looking for love. You're looking for a lifestyle. There's your difference right there. And I know there are men out there that have that. There are men out there that have that whole, oh, well, you know what? Uh, you know, I love her, but, you know, this is what she has. Let me ask you something. You wouldn't, you wouldn't love someone because of who they are? You know, my friend had said to me, and I, and I asked, how did you meet your wife? Well, before she became your wife, how did you two meet? He says, well, we were set up with a friend now. He said to me at the time, she wasn't my type. And I said, why? No, no, she seemed like, it seemed like we didn't compliment one another. But explain to me what that means. What does that mean? Tell me. I want to know. And he goes, well, we just didn't have anything in common. Do you have to have everything in common in order to love someone? No. Because again, let's look at it from a different point of view, if you can. When I look at people, when I go to a park, let's say, and I'm looking at people as they're walking by, I can just tell who has a certain look and who doesn't. You look at men and women by what they look like. When you start judging people by how they look like, where they came from, and their social status, their financial status, well, let me tell you something, that is not important. Finding the true love of someone, that is important. Being with someone who compliments you, who makes you laugh, who, who uplifts you, who inspires you, you know, that's true love right there. Not, well, you know, I'm going to go out with someone just because they have this or that. Again, shallow. If you think about certain parts of the world where 
people are living a nice, comfortable lifestyle, have a decent amount of money saved up, but they're not rich. They're comfortable. You want to be with someone who's comfortable. You know, in your lifetime, if you ever meet someone and they want to buy you something, but it's coming from their heart, that's fine. But don't expect anything else, though. A lot of people think, oh, well, you know, you don't understand. You know, men will try to tell you they only love a woman for one thing, right? And women will tell you that they love men because of what they have. But why is social status and financial status so important? You can't love someone just because? I don't get it. It doesn't make sense to me. But you have to say to yourself, what do you need to do to make it to make it worthwhile? What will make you happy? There are many things in this world that will make me happy. One of them is the good love of a man. The, the, you know, the good love of a man. The love of a man. Love itself is powerful emotion. It's, it's, the best, it's the best medicine for anything. When you're going through a crisis, love brings people together. When you're battling on illness, love brings people together. Love. The love of one another is a beautiful emotion. Love does not hurt. Love does not judge. Love does not criticize. Because if, if, it, if it does all those things, that means you're not with the right person. I've seen people stay in a relationship because they think they can't do better. You know, I've seen couples fight in front of me. And you can tell, well, what's going on with you two? Why are you fighting? Why can't you be happy with one another? Women have a habit, too, of going out with their female friends and comparing what they have and who they have in their life versus what they wish they had. How dare you? So you're not happy with the man that you're with. You're bad-mouthing him and calling him names and making him feel like he's the lowest of the low. Shame on you. I don't do that. I think that's very shallow and stupid on your part if you do that. You're a snob. But if you ask yourself this question, and I've asked this question many times over, I look at people, I look at people, I look at situations, I just look at people in general, just to kind of figure out who they want, who they are. When you start judging people by their background, their color, their skin, even people who came from a poor background. Look at celebrities, let's take an example. Did you ever read the biography of a celebrity? They weren't born into like doing the thing they're doing now, entertaining people. They weren't born into it. If you read their life story, you have an understanding. They started out as normal people, but they're people just in general. They're people. They worked hard to where they became in their lifetime. If you go back and interview someone, how did you grow up? What was your childhood like? Some of them will tell you, I grew up in extreme poverty. Others will tell you, we didn't have a dime to our name. We were struggling as a family, but we got by. You look at my mother and father as a perfect example when they were children. Now, my father and mother knew each other ever since they were little, right? But my father didn't really, like, connect with my mother until many years later. Now, I didn't know if my mother was really in the market for a husband. I know that she had to be, quote, the second mother to her siblings. Because, again, her own father walked out on the family. And then she had a close relationship with her grandfather. Her grandfather kind of took over what her father couldn't do. Now, I'm still trying to wrap my head around that. And I said to Mom, what, what did you see in Dad? And he's like, well, your father was a good man, hardworking. She didn't like his family, though, because his family didn't like her. When he brought his family or he introduced his family to the woman that was going to be his wife, they gave her a very cold reception. Why? I don't understand. That's why when my mother, years later, she couldn't stand 
anybody in his family. And he was okay with it. He says, I know how you feel. Because him and his father had a falling out over the woman that my father was going to make his wife. His own father didn't like her. His siblings didn't like her for whatever reason. But then it was the reverse. My mother's siblings loved my father. They already accepted him into the family. Because he said, you have a good man. You have someone who's going to take care of you. When you're going to take care of each other, you're going to have a great life together. My father was a great man. I mean, he was great with me. He would parade me around the neighborhood and tell people, this is my youngest daughter. When she gets married, we're going to have a big celebration. Invite everybody, not just the immediate family. I'm like, come on, Dad, please don't, don't embarrass me. But my father was proud. See, my father was proud of his family. He wasn't ashamed. And I asked my mother and father, what was it like? And they said, well, we grew up in extreme poverty. They barely had enough to make ends meet, but they got by. And you know what brought them together? Love. Think about the crisis you're in now. Now, if you're dealing with it on your own, you're making the best of it, but you have to remain positive. If you have a family, you have to be positive, especially when you have children. Children don't want to see their family struggling. And they will try to help as much as they can. They'll get these little jobs that they'll do and everything just because they want to keep the family going. Through any crisis, love is the answer. Through any illness, love is the answer. Love. You don't buy love. Love is priceless. But it's a beautiful emotion that everyone should experience in their lifetime. I don't care who you are. If you tell me, well, I've never had love in my life. Well, you have plenty of time then. It's never, you're never too old or too young to experience love. You can experience love at any age. I, unfortunately, had my heart broken three times, and I thought the love that I had or didn't have, it was non-existent, number one. And number two, I didn't like the idea of someone calling me names and making me feel like I didn't belong in this world. My mother said, well, then those men are too good for you. You will find someone in your lifetime, and you know how you're going to find that person in your lifetime? Through the man upstairs. So God connected the both of us. We have to thank God because if it hadn't been for him, we wouldn't be together. Now, I say to myself, it was coincidence. I actually asked him, I said, what would have happened if I would have met you 10 years ago? Would you have taken interest in me? He said, yes. I said, I would have pursued you and I would have pursued you as much as I could so that you would notice me. He was, you know what, you know why he loves me? He loves me as me, but he also loves the fact that I have a beautiful name. I never appreciated my name. I, I think I mentioned this before. What's in a name? Everybody has unique names. You stand out when you have a unique name. You stand out. That's why you ask yourself, it's good to be different. Because when you're different, you have a beautiful name, you stand out more. And now people used to call me bizarre and weird and, and this and this and this. You can call me anything you want. Just do me a favor. If you don't, can't say anything nice, don't say anything at all. Just keep your comments to yourself. Because again, people don't appreciate the person that they have in their life. And I've actually seen it in my younger years when I was still single. I've seen how women will trash the men in their lives. I said, you have a great man who treats you with respect, who loves you, who never hurts you. And you want <clears throat> someone else who can give you a lifestyle? Why is that important? And they're like, well, what, how would you know this? I'm like, well, let me see. I've done my research, and I look at how you act towards your female friends when you talk about your husband. You're putting him down, basically. Why? You don't appreciate him? And she goes, you don't understand what I'm, what I'm talking about. I do understand. And you know what I think you are? A snob. That's what I think. 
You are only attracted to him because of what he gives you. You don't love him for him. I don't think you even love him, period. You love him because he can give you that lifestyle. Shame on you. You are a gold digger. And if he knew how you felt, oh my God, I would think he would be smart enough, he would leave you. And she goes, you don't know what you're talking about. Let me ask you something. Or actually, let me tell you a little history, okay? My mother and father didn't have much. They both grew up in the same type of a lifestyle, okay? They were both very, very, very deep in poverty. And they were in similar situations where they had to take care of their family. They, they didn't have a childhood. Their childhood was robbed. They had to grow up pretty quickly. My father, every time he spent time with my mother and her family, my, my mother's family welcomed my father with open and says, you got yourself a good man. But my mother didn't know at the time that my father had feelings for her. My father pursued my mother. And he didn't look at her and think, oh, well, you know, I want a woman who's going to give me all of this. I want a woman who's fancier than... No. You don't judge someone by what they have. You don't do that. You can love someone regardless of what they have or don't have. But everybody seems to put social status. Your financial background is important. If I told you I love you for you regardless of what you have, would you take me at face value? If I'm being truthful with you, if I look you in the eye and tell you this is why I love you, take it with a grain of salt and just keep on going. So my father and mother had a beautiful fairy tale life together. They had a fairy tale magical wedding. I saw the pictures. She told me the story. She says, but mom, you didn't love him in that way? Well, you know, I, I guess she wasn't ready to settle down with anybody. And I said, okay. But when I tell you, when you truly love someone, you look beyond what they have. True love is not in the things that you accumulate in your lifetime, all the material wealth. True love is not all of that. True love is when you can really seriously look at me and say, hey, look, I love you because you're someone I want to spend my life with. And you don't have to even give a reason. Maybe you're attracted to them for whatever it is that it might be. But if you're attracted to them because of what they have, shame on you. Women do it more so. They actually did an experiment. They're looking at a man. Now, you look at someone who's not well-dressed, and you think, oh, yeah, he's poor, this and that. So what? And then he pulls up in a fancy vehicle. Then her tune changes because now she sees what he has. But he's a plain guy. He's average. He lives in an average home. He drives a, well, he does drive a luxury car. He probably worked for it to get it. It wasn't given to him on a silver platter. In your just rewards, and if you look at my, like, by look at my father, he sacrificed everything. And he gave my mother everything that she wanted. And he gave us everything that we wanted. And again, I never asked for anything. I never, I was the type of little girl that didn't, I wasn't like other kids. I didn't ask my father, can I have this? Can I have that? I've seen children do that, pester their parents and say, oh, can I have this? And of course, the parents will say no, and the children will throw a temper tantrum. No. My father one day came home from work, and you know what he presented to me? He got me this little, like, statuette, this little, like, ballerina statuette, or, or, yeah, it's like a ballerina statuette. And I was like, at the time, I was, I don't know, it was, I was going through my, one of my little temper tantrums and everything with the very first one. And he came home from work and he presented this to me. And I said, but why? He goes, because I love you. That's why. There is no reason why. It's because I love you. Now, I have a hard time saying thank you. I have a hard time even accepting anything. My mother says, just say thank you. 
run to your father, tell him you love him, say thank you, Daddy. Thank you for, you know, buying this for me. He didn't have to. He did it because he wanted to. You, you understand what I'm saying? He wasn't obligated to go out and buy something just because. He wanted to do it because he loved me. He wanted to show his love to me, but not, he wasn't buying me. See, everyone seems to think, oh, but your father bought you. No, my father didn't buy me to buy my love. No, he bought me because he bought me this, let me rephrase that. He bought me this statue because it was coming from his heart. There's a difference. When you buy things for people, you're buying it from your heart. Do you understand what I'm saying? You're not buying it. Hey, let me pull out my wallet because I've seen people do this now. And that's why I don't like it. They are, look at me, look at all this money I have. Do you actually think I care? I have less. I am comfortable with less. If you love someone and you want to get something from them, you're doing it because you want to, not because you're forced to. There's a difference. It's not like someone says, oh, could you do this for me? Or could you get this for me? I always feel, and I still believe this now, the most important thing in life is people. Material things can be replaced. A person can't. A person's heart can't. When you truly love someone, you love them for them. You look past what they have or don't have. If I told you I grew up in extreme poverty, but then you're like, get out of here. Well, because now you see me. I'm working my way up slowly but surely, and I'm getting there. And I love what I do. But again, not enough to say, hey, look, I'm going to stay here forever. No. When you truly love someone, you sacrifice your life for them. You will do anything for them. And I'm telling you, looking you straight in the eye and telling you, this is how I feel. If you ask me tomorrow, just ask me one time. If we get married, will you do this for me? Yes, I will. Because you're more important to me than a job. You're important to me. Building a life with you. Building magic with you, creating magic with you, traveling with you, doing the things that we together can do as a couple. Together, we can do that. We can do that. That's why I think that nowadays people look beyond that. They look at someone just by what they wear. They actually did an experiment. There was two people who walked into a fancy store. One looked the part that they had money. The other had money but didn't look the part. Guess who got the better treatment? The one who had the money and looked the part. And I thought, that's discriminatory right there. Why did you do that? Because again, when I went with my niece, this was a long time ago, we went into Nordstrom. I didn't like the place, number one. All the people behind the counter were snobs. All they did is look up and down. Do you have a problem with me? And they're like, well, you shouldn't be in the store. It's too high class. And what makes you think I don't have money? Are you judging me by the way I look? Shame on you. What if I told you I had wealth, but I just don't want to look the part? Is there anything wrong with me being comfortable? Again, when you look at a celebrity and you think, well, they have this lifestyle and they're, they're happy. Really take a look at, really take a look at them. Look deep and you will see. Just because you have this lifestyle does not mean that you're happy. They could be having other issues going on in their life. 
A lot of people think that you have all this wealth and that's going to make you happy. Well, I'm going to be honest with you. I'll be strictly honest with you. I couldn't care less what you have or don't have. What I care about is you as a person. Feelings and emotions matter to me, not what you can provide for me. Again, I am a simple woman. I don't ask for much. I don't even want the luxury lifestyle that other women crave for. Because in reality, that's, that will one day you will lose all of that. And then what are you going to do? Leave that person you said you promised you would love forever? You made a solemn oath and a vow to? Shame on you. That's why I think women nowadays, when I see how they act towards a man who has it all, well, you don't love this man. You love him because of what he could provide for you. Shame on you. Look at my mother and father. I love their love story. Because through it all, they sacrificed for each other. And I looked in my father's hands. Here's a man that truly got his just rewards just from the hard work. And it wasn't easy for him, but he did it. And he gave us a life that we could be proud of. I was never ashamed of how my parents grew up. I was always interested to know how they came to be, how they survived. They survived it. They didn't give up. And then tell me something. If they did give up, we wouldn't be born. I wouldn't be hosting this podcast. I wouldn't be talking to you every single day or every weekend, rather. I just wanted to get this off my chest because I think people are very shallow when it comes to love. Love has no boundaries. Love has no price tag. Love is love. That's all it is. Love is love. Take it or leave it. So I'm going to let you guys go because it's a little after nine. I got to go to work tomorrow. Monday. Monday's coming. So I'm going to say God bless all of you. Have a great week. And just remember this. There are more important things in life than wealth, material things. Because that can come and go. People are priceless. People can't be replaced. You should love someone for who they are, not for what they have and their whole background. Don't be ashamed of where a person came from because you may have something in common. I can understand the plight of people when everyone says, well, you couldn't possibly understand. Maybe I haven't lived it, but I can understand it and see it through my parents' eyes because they lived it. So I'm going to let all of you go. Have a great week. Stay strong. Stay true to yourselves. Just remember, love is the best medicine. Love is what is a beautiful emotion that people should have. People should have that in their lifetime. Love. God bless all of you. Take care.